like now like, I wanted to show you guys because we have um so we got bro working on a new intro for us from Philly this dude John he hit me up um like the other day I I get an email. He's like, yo, I found your uh, pod and the algorithm on YouTube. He named like a few episodes he's seen. He's like, really fuck with what y'all doing, this, that. Um, he's like, ah, my aunt, he's like, he does animation. He's like, I really would like love to make you guys a new intro, revamp your intro. He's like, free of charge. So I check out his work and he's actually crazy with it. So I talked I talked to him on the phone for like an hour yesterday. Um, he actually already sent me some sketches. So really? let me show you. I'm gonna pass this around a little bit. Um, Hold up. So he's he's it's basically gonna be kind of like um you, you y'all know Rick and Morty. Yeah. So you know how Rick and Morty intro is like, it's like different clips of the season like yeah. mashed together or yeah. whatever. So it's gonna be Larry in these different like roles doing these different things. Um, me and Karen are gonna be in it as well. Uh, so shout out to John. I'll show hey, this. Shout just out fucking. To <laughs> if you just scroll through, it's, gonna, it's just like some drawings of us, and then he has like a video of the mock up. I'll just say one of the ideas. So it's going to be kind of like, I'm fucking hot as shit. Hold up. <laughs> <laughs> I also had a bubble on. I can't, can't even do it too much longer. You can open that window a little it's more like if you want, Karen, too. Yeah, if you scroll yeah, to the end, there's like a video of, the, uh, of like a mock-up <laughs> sketch that he did. But it's like Mad Max theme of me, Larry, Ooh. and Karen in the car, like having a shootout or whatever. Like, you see Mad Max? Yeah. So like that type of shit. That would be insane. So there's just rough sketches that he's just starting out. God. We got a real cartoon coming. Hey. This Real cartoons. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, so shout out to John, man. We better get our intro right. It's pretty much going to be our 2024 intro, man. Hey, shout out John for the real swag and love. For hey, real. how y'all doing, though, man? It was good. I was supposed to do an episode with bro. He said, you know why? I said, he was just up here like two weeks ago. He said, bro, about to slide. <laughs> you know? My, uh, unfortunately, my day one. <laughs> unfortunately? That's crazy, bro. Unfortunately. It's like, no. This man thinks I've been trying to ruin his life since I met him. <laughs> it's it's been a couple instances. We bonded through adversity. We have. What kind of adversity? Oh man. What was y'all's first adversity as as friends? <laughs> Kai, please tell the story. Oh man. You wanna <laughs> let's get funny real quick. So I think it was it might have been my birthday. We were out on the beach with some of the homegirls. That's crazy, bro. That's the adversity yeah. you go talk about. This is the first one. I this remember is the this one story. That, this I is the one that this. oh shit. Me and you was talking about this the other day, I think, if this is what he told me. This is the one that really sealed the deal to let me know what type of friend you are. <laughs> so, like, in front of the we're, we're in front of the hoes, <laughs> laughing, cooling. You know, we start play fighting, this, that, and the fourth. He gave way dude, too serious. He started shit. slamming, bro. Get the fuck out. No, nah, he literally slammed me <laughs> on my shit in front of the hoes, on the sand. And I was just not like, bro, what the, the fuck? I was not even... I'm going like 25%. Why are you going 120? Like, come on now. Like, slow it down. He's just like, So you one of those guys. You didn't think I had to hip toss in me. I had to show no, you. No, I knew you did. It's just like, don't take it there right now. I didn't take Bro, you're double my size, bro. Like, come on. I'm just fucking with you. you I'm not going to fucking pick you up and slam you in front of the hose. <laughs> did you think I could pick you up and slam you in front of the hose? Yeah. Oh, damn. It's not even fun, then. <laughs> it's not so what the hoes do? They're like, bro, relax, wise. Like, you're doing too much. Oh, my God, Kai, are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, that was so crazy, Tyree. Why would you do that? Like, yeah, Tyree, why the fuck did you do that? But Damn, in a bro. way, it kind of worked out in my favor a little bit. So through adversity like this, y'all becoming tighter and tighter. Man, that, um, that's not even fair. That's not even like a good, but that's just him telling a story about how I slammed him. 
I thought y'all were gonna have some like adversity where y'all like went through some shit together. Come like, on, Kai, yeah. give me the real story. You know what I mean? I'm playing the real story of the come up, or what? What are we doing? Nigga, like high school. Oh man, so we go back to literally freshman year. I didn't know this nigga at all. We didn't know each other's names for a good like four to five months. But our lockers are right next to each other. So I see this nigga every fucking day. What high school did you guys go to? We went to Granby High School out in Norfolk. Yeah. Real comment stand up. Real what? A real comment stand up. Okay. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's y'all fucking. Yeah, that was our mascot. Mascot? A comment? A grant, yeah, a comment. Like a object was your mascot. Yeah, object. Like a crate a flying <laughs> like something that destroyed the dinosaurs type shit. Oh fucking we yeah. A flying crater was our mascot. Thank God I wasn't a mascot. But um so for months on end I didn't know this nigga. And one day I'm just like, Hey bro, what's your name? Like, I'm I see you every day, blah blah blah. He's like he slammed you right in the hallway. Nah. Nah, if he did that, we would have really had an issue. It would have been beef for real. But nah, he was just like, don't worry about it. <laughs> like, oh, real loud dismissed me. But we ended up getting cool through like mutual friends and then running track together. And honestly, don't sleep. This is what I've been meaning to tell niggas too. Tyree was one of the fastest niggas in the state at one point in time. He doesn't look like it, but he is. I don't think he was faster than me. But I ain't know you better. You ran track too? <laughs> nah, I was just fast as a bitch. This <laughs> <laughs> yeah. nigga think he the fastest. I was at nationals. I, <laughs> I was I at nationals. linebacker and shit once I got to like high school. Yeah, but football speed and track speed, two yeah. different things, bro. No, no, I bet, for sure. I two bet. different. The yeah. football players really ran track so they could have track. a good season the next year. Mm. I had them niggas right. Mm. Okay, okay. Speaking of okay. wrestling, too, I, I seen the... Um, I seen the Butt Boys was outside at the CC's interlude video. My bad, I mean the Buff Boys. How was that? <laughs> but, 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 <laughs> I just watched that shit. I seen that boy ride. I was fucking weak, bro. Bruh, and that shit, CC's interlude was a, uh, man, <laughs> that song was not supposed to come out like that. It was. Come out like, like what? It The whole concept behind the song and. The video was supposed to, it was supposed to mean something completely different, but after my um my close friend uh, Sierra Jenkins, she had died um last year on Granby Street, uh, in a shooting, and that shit uh. It honestly had me frozen for a good amount of time to where like I didn't know what to do, until like. I kept playing that song back to back to back to back to back. And that song didn't even have a name at one point. So I'm like. So that's what the CC is, Sierra. Okay. That's when I was like, you know what? I'm going to dedicate this for her because it's like, it, it just felt right. Because in the sample also was um, Vanessa Carlton. It was a dream. It was dreaming. Uh, and in it, she says, uh, dreaming. Dreaming, promise that I'll always be there. So it's kind of like, in a way, like a vow of always being there, always remembering her, never forgetting shit. 
And the video just was like based off of my love for wrestling because I always wanted to do something based off of wrestling. Like Stone Cold was one of my favorite wrestlers growing up. Randy Orton, fucking The Rock, even though it's fuck Rocky. Um, it's fuck Rocky. Yeah, it's fuck Rocky. That's crazy. Rocky no, the movie? No, or? that was <laughs> no, not Rocky the movie. About it was back in the day. Um, they used to say fuck Rocky whenever he used to come out. He was really hated amongst the fans just because he was like a clean cut character. The Rock. Oh, The Rock. Okay, my yeah. Bad, my so bad. they call him Rocky. So fuck you, Rocky. Fuck him. Blah blah blah. Um, but that video basically basically came apart of uh, not came apart came about in my love for wrestling and just actually wanting to wrestle. Like, I actually was trying to do a fucking... I was really trying to do a swanton bomb for the final scene, but niggas were like, nah, bro, you're, you're walling out. This is getting arcade. I'm not going to lie. That was probably, like, the highlight of me seeing Kai do shit. But that shit, funny oh, hell. my, I couldn't believe this. I couldn't believe this nigga was in a wrestling ring, bro, like, with actual wrestlers. Like, <laughs> Yeah, where was that ring at? Um, that James House where yeah we were definitely in that was like a real wrestling like fucking yeah gym or something yeah, like real wrestling, wrestling. Be wrestling. Uh, that was um like a wrestling training center mm. which is also which also doubles for a gym um and it was out um it definitely was out Jamestown I forgot what area but shout out to all of them shout out to all the wrestlers in the video shout out to the homie who let me slam him a couple times. Even though that shit was, like, scary as fuck. Because I'm like, yo, I don't want to, like, hurt one of these niggas on accident just because I'm trying to, like, have fun and get some and make art. Which was, like, the the scary part. But it was still fun, though. Even, Man. like, doing all that shit. Yeah, I definitely um was heavy in wrestling coming up. Was, like, Monday Night Raw. All night, was it, like, SmackDown? Was watching that every week. I feel like uh, Joe Rogan had, a, like, a few wrestlers on this year. Yeah, he does. I think he had, like, yeah. Undertaker on. Uh, I think Hogan. Fucking, um, what's his name? Ric Flair. All them yeah. guys are, like, interesting as fuck, too. Like, when They're you listen to their stories. And, like, and especially, like, I really, I really wasn't aware of how much work really went to wrestling. Like, being a professional wrestler. Like, them dudes is wrestling, like, 300-something days a year. It's, like, almost every day. Yes. It's a, it's a, and it's, a it's like a, it, yeah, it's a constant thing. Like, that, your body doesn't really get no rest. And it's, like, a lot of them go into drug abuse. And it's, like, it's a, it's a crazy thing. That, and there's actually a psychology behind it. It's, like, it, it's weird now to say it as a grown man. Because growing up, you're just, oh, it's two niggas fighting. But it's really, like, soap opera. Like about in, the storyline. Yeah, the storyline. The You ever see how they get groomed to kind of get those roles? Like, how, like, you, know, you ever see, like, the behind the scenes to, like, the wrestling stuff? Like, mm -hmm. it's really crazy how, like, they plan it. It's really Have you ever heard about bro. the story yeah. of Edge and Lita? Well, um, mm -mm. so the Edge and Lita storyline was based off of how Lita, who was a wrestler was dating uh, Matt Hardy, who's Jeff Hardy's brother. You know, the Hardy bro. Yeah, yeah. So Lita cheated on Matt with Edge. And then they made that into... Vince heard about it and made that into a real storyline to where now these niggas are on live television talking shit about each other, basing off the storyline of, like, some real shit. So it's like... The the it's fact real, that probably real anger in it. Oh no, it was very like, real. It was one um it was one show where Matt he ran down the ramp, fucking attacked Edge, and he was like throwing real punches at this boy. 
And in wrestling, you have like their standard punch. There's like a way to pull your punch. So instead of like hitting yeah. the person, you're like, bah, bah. This nigga's like, I'm really gonna knock you out <laughs> type energy. That's why that's why people was like, it couldn't tell if like wrestling was fake or real. Some of that shit was real, bro. <laughs> Even though it was like a production, that shit was real. Real fucking jumping from high up places, landing, like all that impact stuff has to be real. Very real. I've seen this shit where uh, CM Punk was doing, uh, where he, uh, I don't know who he was fighting, but it was like a clip where he got slammed and he was under the table where they'd be announcing the shit at. And he like pricked himself in the head with something to make him bleed. Oh shit. Shout out to the dude. Shout out. He was like, yeah, he was like, bro, I don't even drink. Hey, no. shout out to Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Don't, don't you say his name and his other name in the same sequence? I was saying Kenilworth. Okay. okay. Yeah, shout out to Kenilworth, man. Showing up sponsor, man. You got to relax. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm I know sorry. what I'm doing. Kenilworth getting us right, man. Also, on like, yeah, I get it. Um, the storyline. I've been really just big into that kind of with everything I do. Because mm-hmm. you see, that's like, that's what our psychologist well, it draws us in. You know, mm-hmm. so you want to see how the story finishes. You want to see, you know what I'm saying? So I'm thinking about that even when I'm making content. How I'm presenting this shit, like I really, st- I'm really starting it off on like, with like I'm like learning my storytelling skills with like silly stories. Yeah. So I don't know if y'all seen like even when, like we did the rap snack skit like a week or two ago. The masterpiece. The masterpiece shit, shit right? Shit so hilarious. we dropped the skit. Then I then I like sent out this mass DM to people like, yo, go tag rap snacks, or I'm gonna press you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> then then I drop a video of me pressing people about it. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, it's just this build up, this continuation of the story, adding different things to it. And it's like, I want to get to that. Like, with, like I really want to do a show that's like with like five minute episodes that just drops on social media like once a week, but it's just a five minute episode. And it's just this ongoing story that can just be, just presented in kind of short form ways. Yeah. So I'm just kind of like learning that even with like a silly story, just because it's the same principles that apply, the same like, you know what I mean? Um, I don't know. The same uh, je ne sais quoi, if you could say. I don't even know what that means. What's that? Um, shit, context clues. <laughs> 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 the same uh, essence, the same type of uh, same type of uh, idea yeah. is basically what je ne sais quoi means, I think. Don't fact check me. Yeah. So, okay, so you got this album out right now. Hell's yes, hot. But, but I'm, I'm hotter. But I'm hotter. Um, is this your fucking debut album or you just you took off shit, shit off um so like platforms? Honestly, I would definitely say debut mixtape. Debut mixtape. Cuz I dropped a EP a couple years ago called Late Night Kai and I feel like it was a good introduction but it wasn't really like it wasn't really something put well put together. Legendary, bro. Thank you. Thank you. Jesus. We got Don Julio. This nigga said, "Do say." It's all the same. Do say was like, what if you went to a whole different car say? and like grabbed Play a whole first. different bottle from like the neighbor's car? Late night Come on, oh wait, we, we're not showing no labels on this bitch. I don't know. We who are who not sponsored by them. I don't know who this is. I don't know where that potion came from. <laughs> potion. That's all it is. It's like a like a potion from a game. Oh yeah. Also, I want to just take a quick like second I'm... and say shout out to Bro for throwing a shuffle on the hat. First person to join the team with me, so let's get we're gonna get the whole world rocking them. Yeah, man. Apple get us a little deal. We could do a re-release, maybe. What if we did a re-release with Apple on them? Crazy. Hey. I ain't got these yet. Um, okay, but you're touching on late night Kai. Um, late night Kai wasn't 
a well put together project. It was just something I feel like I rushed together because I wanted to like actually drop because I hadn't dropped anything at that point. Um, but Hell's Hot But I'm Hotter is more of like a a real passion project, like something. It honestly started out as like a. Uh, it started out in anger, in a way. Like I wanted to prove a point. Like yeah. I feel like I'm not to like toot my own horn, but I feel like I'm one of the best out here. Nah, and that's just it, me. Wait, like, pause. I kind of look my butt. Yeah, real pause. Everybody's trying. And niggas try to act like we ain't here, huh? Nah, but nah. Um, I just wanted to like prove my not prove my point, but make a statement that I feel like. I'm the best out here, so hell's hot, but I'm hotter. But and it it ended up growing into something more than that. Um, throughout that, I found this quote. Um, <sighs> there, ah, I got it on my phone. I gotta pull that shit up. I thought I knew it off that. Yeah, bro, explain it a bit. I'll pull it up, bro. Was it the same one you used for the? Uh, yeah, it was. Yeah. Uh, so. The explanation behind the quote is um, throughout trials or tribulations, we can't become who we want to be. These instances, these times make us who we are. Like, we can't run from it. We can't do none of that. So in order to even, like, fight through it, you just got to keep fucking going. Um, That's the quote? Uh, and yeah. The quote is, no tree, it is said, can grow to heaven unless its root, roots reach down through hell. Carl Jung. Say that one more time, please. No no tree, it is said, can grow to heaven unless its roots reach down through hell. Mm, who's that? I got somebody that else. Might be, yeah, that might be my homie, Gordon. My bad, my bad. Oh, yeah, you got it. No tree can reach, it is said, to reach to heaven if its roots don't reach to hell. What's good, bro? How you doing? You, you chill, bro, behind the scenes for Um, So it's like going through these, it's like you have to get to the like dark parts to even get to the fucking, to yeah. the light. Yeah. You can't run from the light. You can't run from the dark. Oh, God. You cannot run. There is no hiding place. It was darkness <laughs> before there was light. Literally. So in order to even grow through it. Hey. Even right now they say um I don't understand shit at all, but supposedly like there's this stuff called dark matter that's really like ninety yeah. percent or some of the universe. Mm-hmm. So it's like mm-hmm. the majority of the shit that makes up the universe is this dark matter that we can't even see. Mm-hmm. So everything that's else that's like j- everything we see and experience is just like not even like I don't know what the percentage is like ten percent. It's like dimensional. It it's like how they say people can only see certain dimensions and humans can only see one dimension, and that's why cats mm-hmm. weird to fuck out because they can see other dimensions that we can't see at night mm-hmm. or through the day. And same thing with dogs as yeah, well. Mm-hmm. Dogs what I heard about cats and dogs too though is um is cats. No, I heard that dogs uh, think that a man is God. That's why they're so loyal to us. But cats are aware that there is is a God, so that's why they're like solo, like on, just do their own thing. I never mm-hmm. thought about that's that. That's crazy. To be honest with I you. That's, I didn't yeah, I didn't know. I didn't you like think that, animals um, believe in a higher power? <laughs> like, you think your cat could be a fucking Muslim? Shit. 
Mm. <laughs> Who knows? Shout out to the Muslims, <laughs> man. Bro, pets are picky with food. Damn, man. Nah, I'm not going to lie. If I got a fucking Muslim cat, I'm food. not going to be they mad. Inshallah, well, brother. Um, okay, so you touching on... Um, Going through the tribulations of making the album, it started out with anger. Yeah. And it grew into something else. What did it grow into? It grew into growth. Uh, evolving. Wanting to evolve. Wanting to actually, like, not... I don't want to be that angry person who's just, like, basing shit off certain situations or old shit. I want to, like, evolve. I want to be happy. I want to be my own self I want to be like in a way free so that's kind of what it what the project grew into I didn't expect it to really grow into that but it was like it did it is wild it even did like so even though all this like thought that you put into and grow why are you calling it a mixtape then I feel like because I feel like an album for me is like that's like an album junior for sure. Album junior. Album that's junior. Hard. That a real album for me is real. Like man, just from all of the new shit I've been doing lately, it's more soulful. Like you really gonna feel that shit. You are going to feel that shit in your soul. Like don't release shit. Yeah, Sersky. That. I didn't forget to. I'm still expecting that airdrop. Oh, we, no. Before we leave, we got to play. Phone, oh, you, sent, you sent it already? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's on me then. Um, But also, I feel like the just quality and my production choice for albums is going to be way different, especially for the ones I'm about to drop coming soon. You said you were linking with Frankie from The Trap. He, he's doing production on this? Uh, We just did some shit for uh, Family Ties. They're be- they're definitely about to drop some crazy shit. We all been over there working like niggas basically did a whole little rap camp for like the last four or five days. I was in that bitch every day trying to be like no cap. I was really trying to be MVP, bro. <laughs> like it's just like it's not to be competitive, but it's just like something that's instilled in me. Like I want to like be the best in whatever I do. Why would I do it if I don't do, don't want to be the best? Like, Oh, so you was in there snapping. Hey, man. I seen Kato I, did another song with uh, 10K Duncan. That shit is hard. Is that, is that the studio y'all were working in for this camp? Uh, What's that studio called? Studio Compound. Studio. <laughs> yeah, that's the shit. We, should, we, should, we did a skit with uh, Bamboo and 4 for 8 there. A word. Damn. Bro, Actually, first, I seen that shit too. Yeah, that was the one when they were just in there recording, and he had bro had the fucking geometry on the board. Um, no, that studio is crazy. Just side note on that studio, that's the first shit I've seen out here with like it has a shower in it. I think it has a fucking really? um, think about the same one, right? You ain't see that? that one is crazy. Yeah, the one we walk is like a kitchen right there. Studio the pool compound. Table. Is that is that studio compound? I think so. you was there, right? I don't. I was never there. I've never oh, been so you to studio. There. Okay, okay. I've only been to like that reminds me of the shit uh Timberland's old studio they said they had um out the beach it had like two bedrooms like I've been there two showers in Com- compound out Norfolk though yeah. have you been there is it am I thinking about the right one it has yeah. a shower and a yeah. like Compound's kitchen yeah okay yeah, yeah. yeah no I haven't been in there yet wait where was it by but um 
we did Frankie shit. Well, we did the Family Ties shit at Frankie's crib. No bullshit. So it was like a real rap camp. Mm. I like, want to say I seen him post about that too. Like we had a, we had the crib all open all week. session. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bro, like one room niggas are recording, making shit. The other room niggas are like making beats, writing, smoking, getting right. It's like that Dreamville camp. No, nah, no cap. <laughs> nah, when they sent out the invites for that. Made. I knew, I, obviously, I wasn't going to get invited, but I was still mad like I didn't get an invite because the invites just looked so cool. Like, What did, what did, it, what did it consist of? It was like the yellow. Remember, it was like oh, the yeah. yellow shit, and it had everybody's names on it. And like everybody was posting it that like, got the invite. Like you've formally been invited to. Uh, hmm, honestly. One of my favorite songs that probably came out of those sessions is the, uh, the Wells Fargo joint. Yes. Really? Yes. That on a, on uh, Revenge of the Dreamers 3, I think. It was the one, I can't remember it the name exactly but it had key up there of course it had key key's one of my favorite artists um it was the one with key up there and then um it was another one that had guap dad up there because guap dad was all mm. over that you might be talking about costa rica he was on yes. a few but i seen i seen guap do costa rica live how was that and hard as fuck he did it in uh it was this fucking random show out here like three years ago where they threw a show like to push people to go vote. It was like a go vote show. And Bia, that's where I found out about Bia. Yeah. She was there. Uh, she did some shit. Um, I felt like I just took a picture with her. It's on my, it's on my Instagram. So, But I seen Guabda do uh, Costa Rica there. Holy I shit. I got fans in Costa Rica. <laughs> yeah, got, I was like, Costa come Rica. on, yo. Bro, that, that was a hard ass mix. That was a whole hard era of like music for real. Bro, like, okay. So, okay. We touched him. Okay. I feel like, I feel like I've been saying this like a bunch and like, it just kind of sticks more in my mind each more, and like each time I say it. Um, do you guys feel like we've been through different underground eras of Virginia? Like, how do you look at how do you look at the people that have been doing it? Lie. Like, because everybody like kind of had a few year run. A couple of them shits. Yeah, I like remember I don't the know. Traptastic Shockers. They're still going to. It's a Traptastic yeah, show going, this weekend. I, I think on Saturday. Remember going to Shockers back to back for them. I remember like Ill Pack Mob was performing at like the Norva. Um, they was performing at Shockers too. Um, who else? Uh, I know Chrissy had like a Blackheart Radio doing mm -hmm. shows at Charlie's Cafe Blackheart. with like a lot of uh, it's a lot of like Portsmouth people. Um, uh, maybe Chesapeake too. I don't know, but it's a couple of different like times, like areas where I'm like, damn, like it's it's been a couple. No, we've a couple had multiple. Eras. We've had multiple, to be honest with you. Like, going back to early high school, fucking, it was a group out here that was booming. Um, Shaolin Park. Shaolin Park. They were like from Norfolk. I don't, I haven't heard. Also, just to tag on to the end of that question, like, exactly. touch on the different eras y'all have experienced out here. And also, it's like, why... What stun what stunted these different people or groups and kind of going to that next level? Because I feel like a lot of people like quit or they faded out. Like they had their like this moment like buzz in the city, but like it didn't go further. And mm -hmm. I'm just trying to like like figure out why. So I'll say for one, like starting with Shaolin Park, it would be the death of um. I can't remember. God damn it. Uh, one of them had passed away, and then uh. You know, sometimes with that, shit's just never the same. Um, then going into, like, 
our fucking IPM, no cell phone party era, shakas, this, that, and the fourth. And it's just, I would just say it's uh, unfortunate circumstances, honestly. Circumstances know. that, unfor- unforeseen circumstances. There it's we go. still a little deeper than that. It's way deeper at than least that. With this, at least like with the like the different eras of music. Like it's some stuff people just outgrew. And then some stuff people just couldn't market no further than what it was going. Yeah. Or, you know, some t- some stuff like people like like I'm not gonna speak on Young Crazy, but Young Crazy, for example, he should be out of here. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Completely. But he kinda like sealed himself at one point. So it was kinda like, you know. You think he did it to himself by something he did, like a move he made? Mm. I wouldn't even... I wouldn't even say that. I would just say, like, it's like a visible ceiling to every, like, era. You know, like, it's a peak it hits, and it can never hit that peak again. It will never be the same again type shit. And then it just kind of stops. Shit falls off, and then it resets, and then we have new shit. Like, and it's happened, like, I've watched it happen, like, four times probably. You know what I'm saying? So. And it feels like it's about to restart again right now. But... I feel like the difference is this time it's a bunch of different uh it's a bunch of individuals who actually know how to keep this shit going. Yeah. So do I feel like we're gonna have another era of getting up there, falling off and having to restart? No. I definitely do see the Virginia music scene like somehow growing. It's going to blossom, especially with what we have and what we're able to provide but the thing is just getting out there and then there's the question like how the fuck do we get out there do we do it from the crib or do we gotta get the fuck out of here which honestly you gotta get out of here I think from the crib is would feel more fulfilling yeah and it'll also lead to uh more sustainability yeah because if you get your crib popping then we can kind of keep the area popping. It's easier to keep the area popping than keep one person popping. Very true. Um, I don't know. And it's like, I'm just looking at, I'm looking at literally just a talent. I'm looking at other places, and I literally feel like we have more talented people here. Same. And then it's not even just the actual talent. It's the behind the scenes. It's the um, it's the character. I like. I feel like people have great character here. I feel like. I mean, there's shitty people everywhere. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But you look at some of these other places, and it's like this bougie culture. I feel like that's what we bring to the game. We bring a certain rawness and just authenticity and hunger because we've been at it for so long. Um, we bring that to the game. Yes, sir. It's like um, I don't know. So I think I think we need to kind of just. I don't know. I really don't know what we got to do. I think it it comes down to a viral moment. Viral moment. We got to have multiple viral moments. I'm telling Karen, like, it doesn't literally matter what we do. Like, there's no mystery in this shit. The only way we're going to blow up is if we come up with an idea, film it, drop it, and it goes viral. Yeah. That's literally it. It's no mystery in it. Now you just got to keep shooting. You might miss a lot of times, but that's what it takes. That's even going back to what you were saying with, like, you can't even get to this peak where you're, like, meant to be without fucking up. Mm-hmm. Because that's literally once you fuck up a lot of times and you realize like what is for you and how you want to do it for real, then that'd be the shit that takes off. Exactly. Um, you ever heard of six handshake rule? <coughs> no, six handshake? Well, it's not even rule, well, it's like yeah. this theory or study. It's like within six handshakes, you'll basically meet someone you you meant to meet, like you were actually trying to meet. Wait, what do you mean? Like, is that is that isn't somebody else say something like that? 
I think no, no. Somebody was talking about uh, I think ten degrees of separation. That's what it is. Yeah. Is that what saying? But it's based off of that. It's like it was like, but then I think that was like uh, within like ten. Yeah. Ten different people. Everybody in the world knows each other. Yeah. Like you might know one person knows one person knows, and that to the tenth person, like we all know each other. Yeah. yeah but you like apply that to yeah. like the same thing as like what we're doing now. Like everything we do isn't like a super success, and everything we do isn't the best, greatest thing that could be done. But it's like it takes those moments and like even the moments when it doesn't go well until you like have that one moment. Like you have to go through all those moments. You might, may have to do it four times, three times, mm -hmm. five times, or six A thousand times. times. You feel me? Like, Man. but you just got to keep doing that shit. And like the more you fail and the more you succeed after you failed and fell again, like the more odds you'll have to a moment where it's super big. I tell this story all the time. It's the uh, my story of... Uh, I'm stuttering and shit. This shit got me excited. Hey, yo. My bad, my bad, my bad. All right. So this is basically the first time I ever got kicked out the fucking studio. Bro, I'm going there, and this is the studio in NSU. If you didn't know, well, for those who don't know, there's a studio in NSU. It's only for students, but... I had a homie who was an engineer. He was doing sessions for like 30, 40 an hour. So I was like, fuck it. I'll go ahead and do it. I pulled up with a song that was like half written. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to just freestyle the rest. I walk in. I'm like, yeah, put up the beat. Walk in the booth. I start out. And it's like, I, t I do like three, four takes. And cuz is like, yo, come out. Like, come out real quick. I'm like, yo, what's going on? He's like, yo, you you don't have it fully done. It's not fully written. It's like, nah, I was just gonna freestyle the rest. He's like, yo, you can't be wasting niggas' time like that. Like I mean, what's he care? Are you paying him? True, but also <coughs> I look at it like I'm kind of playing with myself at that point. Because, mind you, I just started doing music. I don't really know what I'm doing. I'm kind of like, oh, I can freestyle if I want to. I'll be freestyling when I'm high, this, that, and the fourth. So I'm really walking to, walking into some shit blind. He's like, yo, don't go anywhere unless you're ready. Like, because other than that, you're wasting time. And I'm not going to lie, that kind of shaped my career after that. Well, my artistic career. I get that. what he means, but at the same time, I got to disagree because you're you. never ready. Yeah. You're literally never going to be ready. No, if I you're waiting you. for this moment to like, it doesn't come. No, I, I agree and disagree. Yeah, I definitely agree with you. That definitely didn't make sense. I don't think about it. I mean, no. Nah, <laughs> nah. To be fair, bro, he kind of would have been like, "Yo, take your time, bro. It's thirty now, but keep going. Take your time with it." <laughs> bro, he's probably, it's kind of like the lesson is like, bro, be prepared. Like, yeah, more even so. when, even even if you don't know what you're going walk into, kind of be prepared. Like, take mm -hmm. this shit seriously. It won't really no, uplift it more so. What well, well, where I try to prepare is emotions. I try to anticipate emotions. I feel like I've said this before too, but like. I'll try to literally anticipate how I'm gonna feel, which is it's like kind of impossible to do. Like if if you're a performed, like you know, yeah. stage fright, mm -hmm. yeah. like you can't really plan for that. Not like you can all. practice as much as you want, but it's just something when you it, it that feeling doesn't hits. come until you're in that moment. Yeah. So it's like you can only anticipate, but so much. But it's like you just gotta go for it. I feel no like. bullshit. It's like you sign up to do not even sign up. You get approached to do the show. Oh yeah, blah blah blah. 
you'll practice, but the day of, them nerves will kick in, and it's like... Your mouth dry as shit. Bruh, you be stuttering like me right now. Fucking, you be nervous as fuck. Be feeling, (laughs) be weak in the knees, this, that, and the fourth. Hold on, man. He said weak in the knees. Nah, yeah, man. Crazy. That shit happened to me. I threw I'm it right before the fight. In like, boxing? Yeah. That, that got to be a crazy and place it's crazy. to get I box all the time, be ready to fight anybody outside on the street. But when I was in front of everybody, like audience and shit, I was fighting a nigga named Vlad from Russia. <laughs> I was like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? This, this was Vlad TV before this he started a damn. Me up. But it's crazy. But like, no that shit so you're, crazy. So you're a boxer? So I didn't even know. Like, I mean, I don't box no more. I was probably like twelve. Mm-hmm. I was young. Like, okay. My dad had me in like kickboxing, so I still box a nigga to pay. <laughs> yeah. what, yeah. what do you What do you do now? Like, I, I feel like I've seen you at a bunch of shows design, and shit. Yeah. Okay. I, I do graphic design, so I do a lot of that. I'm working with anybody and everybody doing that. So, what are you mainly doing? Like cover I, arts, like I also make flyers. Clothes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cover arts mainly. Um, I do flyers too. I pretty much do everything. Like I did some mock mockups today. Um, Tell about the clothes. Yeah, I make clothes too. Uh, the bracelets. If you ever seen the No Wave bracelets, I've run running brand. I recently no just started wearing bracelets again. So yeah, I got one. I got to get you right. Yeah, man. I ain't dry, but I I give you one of these for sure. But uh, I got you. But yeah, I make bracelets. So them shits is everywhere. So you gonna see those. Um, I make clothes too. But No Wave is pretty much a creative company. So I do graphic design. He in it. He rap like. Pretty much anything I style. I used to style like heavy back in the day. I used to do film photography too. Um, I do videography too, edit videos, stuff like that. So I'm getting into everything, but mainly I specialize in graphic design. So what um what like program are you using to make your uh, designs? Photoshop, Illustrator. You want the generative InDesign. AI on Photoshop? Hmm? You use the generative AI shit on Photoshop? I yet. Nah, I Bro, get the beta, it's crazy. I do need to try that shit. It's really like magic, like how that shit just. No, it really is. I've been seeing that shit on like TikTok and shit, but I haven't actually. It's coming to video too. So, Premiere is about to have a video version Mm. where you can just type in. Bro, they're literally saying that, and I think in a couple years, where this shit is leading to is you'll literally be able to type in a script for a movie, whatever I want a movie about, this, that, that, that. And then it'll make a whole two hour long Hollywood like like quality movie <laughs> with like shit. fake actors, HD, <laughs> 8K. Like, bro, we're cooked. So what what it comes back to is like we were saying earlier is to the storyline. Like a lot of a lot of artists are kind of mad about these new technologies coming out, but I, I I enjoy it because it really all it's doing is taking out the annoying part. Yeah. When you're creating it, when I, if I'm creating a song, if I'm creating a m- movie. I might have this fire ass movie idea, but now I have to. It just takes certain time yeah, to like to edit it, it and like all the intricacies that are just define things. If you can do that with AI, that's just like the, that's like the easy work. Not the easy work, but that's like the anybody could do that. Yeah, yeah. but I got a quick. You, you think you think it's gonna take away? It takes away what? You think it's gonna take away like that creativeness? Like, it you gotta takes think the about imagination. No, out I of think it. it would just be able to allow you to express your creativity faster. No, but think like, th- think about this, <clears throat> like. A lot of graphic design, a lot of art, a lot, a lot of stuff, like a lot of like shit that's created. Like, there's a lot of mistakes in there that you can't make as a machine that makes those pieces or those arts or this and that. Like, like the imperfection is what makes. Yeah, it. like a mm-hmm. lot of people who make beats and songs or these like, like these fucking top charting songs. Like, dude, be like, yo, I was just fucking around, hit the button, and she said, boop, 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 and now we got a beat. And now it's at the top of the chart. Like, he's like, I never thought that would work. And like, a lot of those moments are in art. Are in like video, like 
people leave behind their like their cookie crumbs in their work, and it's kind of be hard to like mm-hmm. leave behind co- your cookie mm-hmm. crumbs like as an actual artist if it's just being generated for you. Like you're not, you're not there to, to, to you're not doing it. Like, you're just not doing it. Like you're, you're just creating on your machine. Vision. I mean, are you not doing it? If okay, if I want to make a if I want to make a picture of a tree, if I want to make a picture of a tree dancing, a video a, a video of a tree dancing, I have to come up with that. I have to type it in. That's my idea already. I type it in. That shit makes it. But I might want to tweak the color of this. I might want to tweak this. I might edit it some more. Boom, boom. Like, it's doing it, but I'm telling it what to do. So how is that still not my creativity? I feel like, right? bro, if you're... But then there's also infinite possibilities. You can keep clicking generate. So this, you can do an infinite thing. So then the human is still making the selection. But think about, like, in a movie you know aspect, like, you're a foot... Like, a foot... Like, a... a well, I don't know what they call the people who make movies. Like, Quentin, like Quentin Tarantino. Or Director. Uh, yeah, like, a lot of the stuff he does, like, is from his eye. Like, he he has to, like, craft that. You know what I'm saying? Like... Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'll, I do agree. I'm thinking... Beauty is in the imperfection. If I was to pitch a movie to, like, Marvel Studios or something, I could do that and then show them what I was trying to do or what I could bring to life if they let me actually get a budget and blah, 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 you know? This is the AI like a reference, of what, like a, you know what I'm like saying? A reference I'm trying thing. to put it out. So fuck with me, you know what I'm saying? I think that that could actually work. I see that makes place, sense. But I, I wouldn't just be on some line I'm trying to put out I, I don't know, that, like, that's, that's a great topic. It's just uh, like, it's the idea versus the execution of the idea. <laughs> but, I mean, I guess there is still a certain level of input the human has in the execution, even if it is with AI. I don't know. I'm going. I'm just, I just go back to like the 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 gritty, like the heart of a story is is it's the story. The heart of any movie, anything is the story. Yeah. Like we're saying. So, if you're telling it what story to tell, I still think like I, I still feel like the human is at the driver's seat of that. Like I don't. I wouldn't really take away any creativity from it. I don't know. I mean that's fair, but I do I do believe in like AI is going to make a lot of stuff easier, like in the production yeah. world for music, for videography, for photographers, for people making cover art, for designers. Yeah, I, sure. I, I can't disagree there, but it's just scary like seeing like that aspect is about to like soon be like old and foreign. Like we can have a new Marvel movie every weekend. Oh God, and it'll be hard. I'm tired of yeah. One of them boys say they done took our jobs. (laughs) (laughs) Well, record labels and and the music industry—they're already like creating, I think, like new laws or like whatever the fuck uh, to where AI can't use a person's voice or some shit like that to make. Yeah, because there's like so many. I'll see a TikTok of like Alonzo Ball like talking about some shit, but it's like. Why is he telling me about my 401k? It's like, it's not Lonzo. Like, it, although I feel like certain people are licensing themselves out for AI and their voice to be used for their likeni- like uh, their likeliness and whatnot. But I'm just, I don't know. I've, I've been in a gray area with AI. It's like I, I support it, but I also don't. I did... Um, I did AI art for my rollout. Yeah. I seen um, that when you were on the court and it was like kind of like the dystopian. Yeah. Yes, sir. Um, just because I like playing with the idea of it, but I'm not, I'm not the type of person who's going to, not the type of person. I didn't want to rely on that because in reality we were going to use, I was thinking about using those for like the cover for Hell's Hot. But on one hand that felt, okay the other hand it felt lazy mm. and if i i'm so glad i didn't use those for the cover art instead of 
just using it for rollout because it just made more sense like that in the in the end game. How else have you been kind of just looking at this rollout for this for this project? Like, what else? Um, do you want to touch on anything else you got coming out for the rollout? Oh, How has been the reception so far? Man, the reception so far is honestly overwhelming in a way because uh, I didn't expect. It's like you put something out, you'll expect like a few people to like fuck with it because you have your friends, you have the folks you fuck with, but it's. It's been amazing. People, it's like every day someone will tell me they fought with a different song on the project. And that that means a lot, especially like, it just means a lot because, um, excuse me, I got two J's on my hand. It was mind-blowing for a minute. Um, it just, it just means a lot because I didn't, I would never think, people actually fuck with my music like that like I started I didn't even like I just started music like seven eight years ago I started it sounds crazy to say I just started music seven eight years ago yeah I started like I I was singing in the choir as a kid in church because my mom wanted me to be more involved in church and she knew I loved music um, so I started doing that, but then after that, I kind of stopped singing. I started doing photography, and um, I don't know if you remember. Well, it was a brand out here called All Might. Mm, I was doing. Right. Um, they were a really strong brand out here for a while. Um, I was there for photography. That's water. Um, yeah, in Norfolk, um, back like 2013, 2014 type of time. We definitely did a lot. I was there a uh, photographer for a little bit. Then I just stopped doing photography because I fell out of love with it and started picking up music because I was getting high with this nigga. Just freestyling, <laughs> rapping this, that, and forth. I'm like, hmm, bro, I think I want to start making music. It's like, bro, just just do it. Was he DJing at this time? No, not at all. He was still getting bullied um, on the ox court. Mm. Like, he would try to play music in the car. We're like, nah, cut that shit off. Because mm. it was his taste back then. That shit was so lame. <laughs> it, was, it was just lame. <laughs> bro, I'm trying, was, listen, bro, I'm trying to show new Frank Ocean songs, Charles Gambino's shit, shit like that, like chill shit. And it was like, hell nah, nigga. Niggas weren't having it back then. Hell yeah. That's probably around that range. But what he didn't know was I was already listening to that on my own time. <laughs> like, mm. bro, Thug was crazy back then, though. So it was kind of hard to not play Thug in the car. And then Playboy Cardi was going. It was so much other shit to play. So it was it was that, understandable. I was like, bro, come on, let's bob the fuck out. Y'all also, was- key, bro. We had a big oh, key error. Oh my god, but that's crazy part is I'm so late on key, but I really just started listening to key like a really? year or two ago. Yeah. But my boy Mello has always been listening to him for the last like five six years. He's been like playing. It. I'm like, who the fuck is this guy? But I never really a legend. Uh, he actually uh, he actually put our post on his story like really? two months ago. For it was real? me and um me and Ready Rock did a pod and we we're talking about some shit with Key and we I made a clip about it. He put it on his story, commented on it, like that's a key's a cool dude. Like he's a cool dude, bro. Like, no, after, no like even outside of an artist, he's a cool dude, bro. Like, he's really not a dickhead at all. No, he's so a chill ass nigga, man. Oh god. Like you expect someone like Key to be a dickhead, but he think is really chill down to earth. Nigga just like, yeah, do what you do. 
I met Bro at the Nomadic. I mean, uh, mm. Kieran was there. Yeah. I was gonna go to that too, but I actually went to Bosnia like around that time. I was uh, in Bosnia. Yeah. You're from Bosnia, right? Yeah. Hmm. How was growing up in Bosnia? Well, I came here when I was four. Okay. I go back and visit like all the time though, but um. I do, even, like, growing up here, I felt, like, different. I, I didn't feel like I was, like, the same as everybody else. Just, cause, like, when I come home, I'm pretty much in Bosnia. My, I'm raised, like, like my household is, like, Bosnia or whatever. That's right. But I always, I, always, I always kind of felt this duality. I didn't really feel like I was, like, in, like with the white people or the black people. I was just, like, this other thing. And I had to just kind of... What I always kind of say is, like, with immigrants... Like, we come here, and we don't really have any, like, example of how to be or act or look at America from our parents. You grow up, and you might speak English how your parents speak. Yeah. You might look at America through these through the lens of your parents, the yeah. world. through. But my parents had no idea what America was. Really, all, my, our whole lives, my, our parents probably just saying, talking shit about Americans. Americans are lazy, this, that. They're really just talking shit about America. In this like naive way, because they don't even really understand it. Yeah. All they really know is what they see in the movies. Yeah. So we just, as, as as immigrants, we really just having to figure that shit out for ourselves. Like I, I I'm literally, I, at like age seven, eight, early. I'm I'm like speaking English well enough to like I'm I'm making all the important phone calls to my parents, like with whatever customer service departments, whoever the fuck they got to call because they don't speak English. Wow. You know what I'm saying? So it's like um. I'm thinking about that. But yeah, I don't know. I always felt like I didn't really fit in all the way, like yeah. with anybody here. I like definitely feel you on that. No, no, nah, nah, I think imposter syndrome is more like, um, not it's not really like when you get more. success and it's like you don't feel like I don't you think earned you, it or something. I, I never really understood imposter, imposter syndrome either because I'm like, if you work hard as shit, like I feel like I work really hard for this, right? Mm -hmm. And if we blow up tonight, God willing, whenever we blow up, I don't feel like, well, I can't really say because I, I haven't been there, but I don't think I feel imposter syndrome just because I put in so much work. Like, I know what I did. I can look back at the last four years and see exactly how much shit I did. I so can, how can I feel like I didn't, I don't deserve this? I can you know honestly saying? say I can, I can say I don't think you need, I don't think you would have to have or need success to have imposter syndrome. What do you mean? Uh, what you mean um, so I'm adopted. Mm. Um, I didn't really, I knew growing up, but I didn't really know the whole backstory. I didn't know my sister. I didn't know nothing. How um, old were you like when you, I was, I was, a, I was an infant. So okay. it was like a court ordered issue thing. Um, apparently my mother, she was, um, she was an addict, um, and got caught up with some shit and it was a court ordered, um, it was a court ordered, um, thing i can't even find the right word for it um so the state like took you from basically from her. Yeah. the state basically took me from her and my mother had adopted me um when i was about i think two three months old and um i didn't really know this until recently my sisters i have like two sisters they they didn't know where I was, but they they eventually found me throughout, like, the system. Ended up sending a letter to my mother, and we would hang out for, like, a weekend every, like, every couple. We would hang out every weekend. That was why You I was and your real mom and your sisters from your Not my real mom, mom, me and my real sisters. Okay. I never met my real mom until I was, like, 
24, 25. And that was, like, surreal in itself. Because it's like, I'm really looking at little me. Little big me. <laughs> like, in a sense. Um, and it was crazy because all she could say is, I'm sorry. And it, it confused me for a little bit because she's sorry for... It hurt me. I can't even lie. Even seeing that, like, like seeing her hurt about it. Yeah, cause, um, she gave up. She gave me up for a better opportunity. For me to have a better opportunity. For me to have a better life. And now it's like sometimes I don't feel like I'm deserving of this or deserving of this life or my friends and like, it it. It's weird sometimes, but. At the same time, it's, I can't let that hold me back from an opportunity to change not just my life, but hers, my friends, everybody's. Um, did you did you feel that way? Like, what was the evolution of your feelings towards her, like, growing up? Like, cause you, you felt hurt that she was hurt, but were you, like, mad at her, like, growing up? Or like Honestly, before you met her? I don't think I was ever mad at her. It was just like, why? It was more of like confused. Like, why did you do this? Why did you leave me? Why did you give me up? This, that, and forth. And it was, uh, it was, a. Uh, it kind of sat with me for a long time until we actually had that talk and had the chance to clear every, not even clear everything, just let me know what actually happened. Yeah. And it definitely helped completely. Um, so did your sisters, like, grow up with her? Yeah. Okay. They didn't. They grew up with her in and out, but they were in and out the foster system. Um, but they're both... They are the shit, though. <laughs> like, yo, they some boss bitches. No bullshit, yo. Older oh than God. you? Younger than yeah, you? Yeah, they're older than me. They're... Uh, they're like four or five years older than me, but every time we talk, every time we link, it's like we're all kids again. You know what's crazy, bro? I don't know if I, I don't know many people like that were adopted. I remember one guy in high school, he was like in foster home, and I found out like because of him, like I think I gave, I gave him a ride a couple times. Like apparently there was a foster home like right by like work high school. Really? And that's where he was living at. But um, yeah, I haven't had much experience with like shit like that. It's it's a very, it's funny because, like, growing up in high school, I met, like, two, three more people who were adopted, and we kind of, like, bonded over that in a way. Just, like, discussing, yeah, have you ever felt like you were out of place? Or you ever felt like you were alone in a situation when, in reality, you're not. You just don't feel like opening up to people especially people who you know is not your blood. So it's like, oh, you're probably going to look at me a different way if I say this. But it's not even that. Like, I literally had a conversation with my aunt, like, a couple months ago. Like, and she'll tell me this randomly. Boy, you know I love you. I'll never stop loving you. Like, and that reassurance is what keeps me going. No bullshit. I mean, yeah, like after like since two months, it's pretty much you know, 
you got adopted at a couple months. Also, really one more question on that is, um, do you, okay, like, you know, you look at, like, with, like, biology, like, you might grow up and act like your parents. Like, do you feel like you've gotten character traits from your oh, yes. adopted parents, yes. even though y'all aren't biological? I'm not going to lie. I look, he look like my mom. I low-key look like my mom, like, from the glasses to, like, I had a little speck somewhere on my face, like, somewhere over here, this, that, and the fourth. Like, oh, you're I, talking about looks. I'm talking more just, like, how you act, too, but also... Oh, yeah, looks, at, how I act, too, yeah. They say that yeah. about uh, people in relationships, too. Mm-hmm. Like, um, don't say, it's like... Uh, whoever feeds you. It's like you start looking like each other, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> It's some sort. It's some old phrase. Yeah. Fucking. Um, so you adopt it. Come on. There you go. Say what? That's a, that's the saying. Feed up till they look like you. Yeah. I'm gonna start bringing every girl like some food. <laughs> Passing out gum at the damn at the club. Hey, yo, I, I I know you was hungry, babe. I got you. Yeah. I got you something. Well, that's like a, it's like a biologic, a biolog. I can't even say it, like a a, bio, a biological thing, like because you know women love to be fat as it is now. They always want you to grab them some food. Yeah, you and grabbing like, her forty eight oysters? You, nah, she want to eat your food. <laughs> no, sir. She no, want to say sir. she's not hungry, but then forty eight oysters. You eat forty eight oysters? You, like get out of here, you bodybuilder. <laughs> bodybuilder is insane. Mm. Exactly. So you're recording at the NSU studio. Bro kick you out. Um had to hit the road, Jack. Had to hit the road. Start <laughs> you started completing your songs before yeah. you went to the studio? I had, um, how you doing now? You you freestyle now or you you right? Uh yeah, I'm at a point now where I freestyle now, uh-huh. but I also half and half. Like I'll I'll write out a song or depending on how I feel that day, I'll just say fuck it, I'm freestyling today. Um, but after that, I definitely went on a long, a fucking eight month stint of just writing, like getting a beat, writing, getting a beat, writing, getting a beat, writing. And then after that, I was, uh, ended up linking with my man's Devin every day. We would just get high in freestyle. That would just help me build my freestyle ability to where like now shit's, shit's just easy whenever I get in the booth. Um, I seen you perform live a couple times too. Ah, uh, I fuck with your live performance. Um, nah, we're gonna usually talk don't about have it. the vocals on the shit. You'll, you know, what I'm saying you actually do like live, <laughs> live performance. I fuck with that. Um, you play with like, like the auto tune a lot too. Yeah, I noticed that. Yeah, first time wasn't a good time. That I saw you perform. Yeah, we don't even have to say what show it was, but it, that happens. Sound can, you know, hey, it can be a sound mess up, mix up, whatever. Hey, uh, Honestly, it was just funny because like. I really appreciate you. I want you to know that because I was heated like a motherfucker. I'm not the type of nigga to like, and I'm very lax with my emotions. I try not to really even spaz out. But that night I was just mad because, I mean, you know, you know, as a, as a performer, when you have something set out in your head, how some shit is supposed to go and it doesn't go that way. No, I get it. You're not going to be happy about it. And also, like, if I, 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 it was weird. I asked myself a question. It's like, if I wasn't mad about it, what would that, if I wasn't mad about it, what does that make me as an artist? 
Like if you didn't care enough about your shit to even. Yeah, yeah. like, but at the same time, it was like. Now I came outside, bro. Was looking <coughs> sick. I was sick as hell. <laughs> I don't know if you like thought that somebody else would like. You know what I'm saying? Even catch on to what's going on. I forgot what I even told you. I was like, bro, don't even trip. Like it yeah. happens. Like. Nah, it was honestly <laughs> well needed because I was I was heated, but at the end of the day. It was a team. It was not. It was really me. It was me at the end. So I can't be mad at nobody but myself and learn from it. Just move on. Because mm, the next it. time we do it, it's going to be hey. on point. Shit happens, man. But that, yeah, shit happens. But also, when you're doing lives, you can't just rely on the track. You actually gotta. So that's you know. No, you're right. I was um, trying. I was trying to do the no, um, the live vocal shit. Yeah, I wanted to ask you about a totally different topic as well, because this is uh, this actually no, this is recent news. This is probably the most recent news we've talked about on the show, because mm-hmm. it's from today. Um, Fake Azumi put on Twitter. <laughs> Elon Musk is considering removing hashtags from X slash Twitter. And then he said, this is Kyrie's fault. And then I, I had a comment. I said, I might have asked him about these allegations on the podcast tonight. So Man. what's going on with this? First, on, first off, Elon, you got to stop hating on a young nigga for real. Two, like, bro, I don't get why, like, we're taking away hashtags when they've been here since fucking Oh nine, oh eight. Like, what are we talking about? Like, two. I feel like he really picked up wind of my little hell week shit and all the little hashtags I've been doing because I've really been putting them out the ass for no reason. Wait, what have you been doing with hashtags? I, like, I don't I'm think just. I've seen it's like I'll say a whole statement in a hashtag, or I'll say like a certain line in a certain part. Or a certain word in that shit in a hashtag just to make it funny. Like hashtag a couple of weeks, a couple of weeks ago, I was like, "What? Uh, you can't hide that hairpiece. We know it's a unit, gang." Uh, hash- what do you mean by that? Um, niggas is wearing hairpieces. Guys are. Yeah, it, it was just a joke. Honestly, I'd be up there trolling and whatnot. Which so so you got some against hairpieces. <laughs> Yes. What if I told you I had a hairpiece in right now? Take it off. <laughs> <laughs> Prove it. Right I now. I think we heard in the game, they said, well, who got it? Uh, I think Tory Lanez got the, um, what's that, a hairpiece? What, 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 what was it? That's a wig? That nigga had surgery. Yeah, that saying. is it's a like the, uh, two-month unit. <laughs> two month I get it. I get it. Crazy. He got to get it replaced. No cap. He can't get it replaced in jail. That shit's like artificial. Yeah, see, hey, shout out Meg, man. Yeah. I do feel like it was a personal attack Elon did against you. Elon is definitely uh, trying to get me out of here. Honestly, if you see the lawsuit in like two months, don't be surprised. On mm. one hand, I kind of see because hashtag is like this old thing that's been around, but at the same time, it serves a purpose. Literally, you want to click on it and see other things yeah. about that topic. So it's like, literally, are you gonna replace it with some other way to do that? Well, how are you know. we gonna categorize shit? Yeah, people still don't say they X a tweet. I mean, I can't even say it. X a tweet. I I'm out of, yeah, I'm about to go X right now. It doesn't, sound, it doesn't sound like. Man, I'm about to get on X right now. X. 
Them niggas tweaking on the X right now. Bruh. That whole time, niggas thinking you talk about drugs. It's like, nah, I'm talking about Twitter, nigga. Mm, but I will say, though, I have noticed, like, the how it is the least censored, like, place kind of on the internet. Oh, yeah. Completely. You will see, like, if you notice, like, stories that happen yeah. in the world, see, like, kind of on these yeah. bigger platforms, you'll notice, like, one narrative. But then you'll go to Twitter, and it's like you'll see kind of other sides or other perspectives on it mm -hmm. that you won't even, like, literally won't even see at all on, on other mm -hmm. platforms. So um, I kind of noticed that already. Shit, it's it's scary. You still called it Twitter. It is. I, <laughs> they got. I mean, honestly, X. why change it for Twitter? I don't fuck. I don't get it. But no, I still know. call it Twitter. I'm not even. Gonna I'm not about to X out here. I'm not about to see my ex on X. Now she want an X on X. That's crazy. Too many X's, bro. Yeah, it's yeah, a fucking porn site. You heard it when he named his kids. I want to say his kid's name is X, isn't it? Yeah, they're insane. <laughs> they're, they're janky as hell. Jenny X. Uh, hashtag Elon, insane. please stop. Bro, it's too many X's. Bro, he just feels that's edgy. I don't know what's <laughs> up with like, this Android, man. But listen, he, he make a lot of cool things, but one thing you should not control is features. Oh, thanks for reminding me, too. PG Lane just dropped a phone. Y'all seen that? It's called mm. Just a Phone. Are oh, you talking about the John with like no apps or nothing? It's, I Just seen that John. That, shit, shit, that yeah. shit was cool. I'm not gonna lie. I like that. I didn't like see that. They had a little commercial for it. It's like a kid playing with it, I wanna say. And um, yeah, PG Lang to me is the most interesting label out. They have the most interesting rollout as far as it's just like it's off beat. Oh, and it doesn't make sense. It just literally they just put out like one thing like every couple years. And Man. it's just like it's really uh it's 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 also one of those things where then that kind of goes into like, you know, it's this rat race of the game. Yeah. Everybody's trying to, everybody's like the algorithm is like, everybody now that talks like, you got to post five times a day. You got to do this, that. It's like, nah, fuck that. You got to do that when you're copying other people or you're doing things that's already done or like if you want to just be in that race. Mm -hmm. But people that are making real original shit that's like meant to exist, they stand you up. can do that and you can go take a break. Literally. You can go live your life. That's gonna exist, and it's gonna be what it, it's gonna be what it is. And it's like you don't even have to worry about things competing with it because there is no competition for originality and authenticity. So I like, I like the fact PG Lang is taking the time with the rollout. It, it it really just makes it feel timeless already. Like to Ooh, the people boy. that are hip, they're hip. To the people that aren't, it's gonna feel probably just as cool whenever they do get hip. It brings back that feeling to music, like that piff feeling, like. Big Sean, finally famous uh, trailer type shit. Like, it, it's moments in, it's moments and pieces of art like that that music is missing. That makes music it. Because we're basing everything now off of, like, like you said, either a viral moment, controversy. Controversy and numbers, really. That's, like, the most... Yeah. If you have that, you're like it, whatever, you're cool. But that's, yeah. that's how Blueface stays on fucking top every week. <laughs> that and the fact he has baddies and all that other bullshit. But this ain't about Blueface. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Man, um, I got lost. Excuse me. Yeah, it's like putting shit out, not uh, not being in a rat race, bro. Uh. Yeah, just not not worrying about the 
it's not even a competition thing. It's just making sure. I don't even know how to put it because it, it sounds so like that's kind. Of, that's kind of what I was thinking about when you were like saying earlier, like you want to be the best. Yeah. I hear when people say that because I mean. But I don't know. I, I kind of don't get it. Like, it, okay, it's like I'm an electrician too, right? Yeah. Okay. I don't care about being the best electrician in the world. Yeah. I care that I'm good enough to do my job and fulfill my service. I'm not thinking about other electricians, right? Mm-hmm. So is that how I should look at my art too? Like, does it really matter who's the best? Because no matter how good you are, uh, no matter how good you are, not everybody's still going to like it. It's still going to be people that say it's trash. No, oh, you're right. No matter how good you are. You're so it's like, right. does being the best really it's matter? Very you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it's just, it's an ego thing and also just a part of what I can't, I come from. Like, like friendly competition fucking, has always been a thing. Like, niggas been compete. Well, I don't know. Kyle, you've been competing most of your life, too, technically. I've been very, I'm very competitive like, I'm on talking the low. sports. Like, niggas been competing our whole life. Like, my, 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 my fucking, my teammates were like, who were my, my, were my biggest rivals. And I practiced with them every day. And they were also as fast as I was some days, if not most days sometimes. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. Them niggas was fast as shit, bro. But it never was like my type of rivalry and competition or competitiveness was hate. It was always like fuel for like, nah, nigga, I'm gonna beat you tomorrow. But mm-hmm. you definitely did good today. I'm not gonna hate on you type shit. It's not like, like even everything. Every I feel like music, especially with hip hop. There's a lot. There's always gonna be that competition edge to that shit, bro. It's it's what makes hip hop hip hop. It's what made DJs DJs. You know what I'm saying? It's what makes dance crews dance crews. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, it's, I feel like it's a friendly competition. It's like when 50 Cent and, uh, I forgot, him and someone were going at it. Uh, Kanye. Kanye. Yeah. Like, they were talking shit, but it was friendly competition. Oh, for the album sales. Yeah. And drop on the same day. Yeah, yeah, but it was like friendly competition. Like, you do what you do, you do what I do, you do what you do. And it's like, cool, we still cool. We just got to promote these shits and fuck it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think my shit going to sell more than yours. Well, I, Kanye, my shit going to sell more. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, mm. it's kind of like one of those. Like, it's kind of like you play the game with your homie and he's good, but you beat his ass every once in a few blo- moons. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. ha, 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 ha. <laughs> yeah, you know. Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> hell yeah, hell yeah. I, I love it. Guy. Um, Anything else um, you want to touch on? Um, Any what's coming up? Like, what's the next thing with this album rollout? I feel like you didn't really touch much. We like getting exclusives on the pod. If you want to tell us what's coming up next, um, you know, uh, me and this guy might have a little vlog series on the way. We've may or talking, may not. May or may not. We'll talk. We we we've been talking about it. Uh, uh, tag team champs with my man Ronan Infinite coming real soon. No way world with me and Taz coming real soon. He about to be rapping on that bitch. Little do he know. <laughs> Hell no. He about to drop a mean eight bar, and that's going to be it. We'll see, though. That's we'll probably going to be the eight bar of the year. I might talk about shit. Come on, man. <laughs> yeah, pop that shit. Uh, anything you guys want to oh. add? Anything, anything you guys want to touch on? Hey, you. Hey, shout out Family Ties. Shout out Kato. Shout out Frankie. Shout out Lex. Shout out Swoop. Shout out Tyree. Shout out Taz. Shout out the whole gang. Shout out to Mandem. 
I do want to say too, I'm proud of this nigga. He been working nonstop. Yeah. He been playing. Thank you, man. Hey, man, fifty down, fifty pounds down, and we still that around too, town. Oh, you lost fifty feeling. pounds? Yeah, yeah, man. Come on, everybody be getting better, right? Hey, man. You know I'm trying to get right. Nah, fifty pounds is actually. I lost thirty pounds. I, I was thirty pounds heavier, hey, so congrats, 50, really? I, I know how much I look different from thirty. So fifty is actually crazy as fuck, bro. I I was I literally posted a picture of myself today. I was like, damn, I look like a completely different person. I couldn't even believe I was walking around like that, yeah. thinking I was fresh as shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> bro, no bullshit. Like, no, I'm like getting healthy, man. We um. Damn, I used to look like that. I, on some more health shit too. Me like I may quit smoking <laughs> cigarettes. I don't. I don't. I'm not even gonna say I, I'm going to because I've been saying that for so long. But I just ordered these like put them shits nicotine, down. Um, toothpicks. I heard of these. That's I've cool. never it's heard. It's literally of those. a regular toothpick Real that you just put in your mouth and hold it, but it has nicotine in it. Oh shit! So supposedly like mm-hmm. that shit's badass because it's kind of it's like gives you the same sensation of, of like you know what I'm saying holding that shit. Pause. Um. <laughs> <laughs> it's a couple <laughs> We got hell a couple yeah, pauses yeah. But look we getting healthy man I appreciate you guys uh, for coming through appreciate um, you. No, I appreciate you brother Hell yeah hell yeah we appreciate you guys for tuning in All these guys links will be in the description Bro got a Traptastic hat on right now They have a show well this is going to be out on Friday So the show is Saturday right Yeah. So tomorrow night there's a Traptastic show at What's that place called Crocs Crocs, Crocs. Yeah. We're Crocs. live at Crocs yeah. baby She was lit last time Out Virginia Beach baby Hell yeah Hell If yeah. you see me in the cut Just Don't say nothing Hell's hot but I'm hotter Hey say something Out now hey, Hell's hot but I'm hotter Out now Um Yeah man Shout out Samir man We up here Off world Come Getting on. off the world Yes sir We gonna see y'all soon I'm about man. to get off with you girl <laughs> Come on. Woohoo. Let them know. Let them know. <laughs>